The war between white supremacy in the television and film industry has been waged since the reorganization of the Ku Klux Klan in 1915. According to the strong influence of leaders in white supremacy on American religion, it is a battle that is often fought through religious leaders. When the Ku Klux Klan was rebirthed in 1915, it came on the heels of D.W. Griffith's film, The Birth of a Nation. In many ways, the film was responsible for reviving the Klan after the 1865 Klan died out. The film depicted people with black skin as inferior predators of white women, and those who supported racial equality in Washington as radical Republicans. The racist narrative was widely accepted as historical fact, and when the Klan was rebirthed in Atlanta under Colonel William Joseph Simmons, it presented itself as the solution to the problem that the film created. When New York World exposed the Ku Klux Klan as a domestic terrorist organization in 1921, however, many of those values were not so widely accepted, especially in the northern states. The film industry shifted dramatically and the films produced were not aligned with the agenda of the white supremacists. As the studio system was introduced and the golden age of Hollywood began to form, many of those involved did not support the Klan's agenda. Yet the media they produced was largely popular and highly influential. White supremacists began to fear that the film industry would have a greater influence on the nation than that of their own propaganda engine. Though it was short-lived, the solution in the 1920s was a counter-offensive. The Klan began to produce films of their own. The films were played in cinemas owned by or run by Klansmen or white supremacists who were sympathetic to the Klan's agenda. One theater in Noblesville, Indiana, for example, advertised that patrons could view the film, quote, before or after the KKK parade tonight, and that the theater was, quote, cool, cozy, and clean. In regions where the religious communities were sympathetic to the Klan, local churches, schools, parks, and other public venues played the films. William Branham, the leader of the post-World War II healing revival, mentored by the Klan's second-in-command, Roy Davis, introduced themes into the revival such as the invasion of the United States, targeting Hollywood's influence. He ridiculed television programs opposed to Klan values, such as I Love Lucy, which portrayed an interracial marriage. Though William Branham owned a television set and frequently watched it in his home or in his hotels, he strongly condemned owning a television and claimed to the world that he would never have one in his home because, quote, God told me not to do it. You can learn this and more on william-branham.org.